Welcome to CooperCast with your host, Al's web dude, John Sachs. In this episode, Al talks about himself and Frank Zappa chasing the same lady back in 1966. Then Al's friend, Tom Wilson, who produces the Mothers of Invention, invites Al to come to a Dylan session when Mike Bloomfield shows up. By the way, we skip over the often told part where Paul Griffin moves from organ to piano, leaving an opening for Al and changing rock history. <laughs> when I was in the Blues Project, next door to the Cafe of Go-Go was a movie theater called the Garrick Theater, G-A-R-R-I-C-K. And the guy that ran and owned the Cafe of Go-Go would rent the Garrick Theater, which sort of in the basement they were adjoining. I mean, the movie theater was right next door, and if you were in the dressing rooms, you could walk into the Garrick Theater, you know, backstage, behind the screen. So so there were times when the mothers were playing at the Garrick, and the Blues Project was playing at the Café Agogo, and we sort of had to share dressing rooms. So I was chasing a girl at the time, and... So she was around and Zappa started chasing her too. And she eventually married Zappa. And that's Gail Zappa. That's what a small world it was. But also the same guy that produced the Blues Project produced them, Tom Wilson. Also produced Bob Dylan. Tom Wilson, I was friendly with very early before I played on Like a Rolling Stone. He was a staff producer at Columbia Records, and we became friends, and I would go up to his office and uh, hang out with him. He took me to a few New York Giant football games where he had fabulous seats. I'm serious, like on the 20-yard line, right there, nobody in front of us. And we just became really good friends. I appreciated uh, what he did. And I also could hear Dylan stuff before it came out because he was the producer. So once he invited me to a session, and that was the session that like a Rolling Stone was on. Well, my plan was to play guitar until Mike Bloomfield started warming up. So I got I got there early and I set up my guitar and then Dylan walked in with Mike Bloomfield. As I've said before, it was snowing outside and he came in with his guitar on his shoulder like a rifle, no case. And it was, you know, there was, it was all wet. So he came in and I, I said, uh, I knew where there was a towel. I gave him a towel to wipe it off. I didn't know him and never heard of him. And I vacated where I was sitting when I heard him warm up because it was like way over my head. He was a, you could tell right away, he was a great player. And so my plan was to get there early and, and say, oh, I thought to Tom Wilson, I thought you wanted me to play guitar. But boom, Field fucked that up. That, that moment is on the record. It says, okay, this is take one like a rolling stone. Hey, what are you doing out there? And I just laughed. Then he started laughing 
And he said, all right, like a Rolling Stone, take one. You would have still had a music career if you never played organ on Like a Rolling Stone, because you already had a music career, but it would have been different. Yeah, it certainly simplified my life. I wasn't Dylan's anything until he said to Tom Wilson in the booth when they were playing it back and listening to it, he's not in the studio anymore. He's in the control room, and so am I. And, and he says, uh, turn the organ up. And says, you know, that guy's not an organ player. He says, I don't care, just make the organ louder. The moment that I became a legitimate organ player, yes, I played many times on demos, which I which I have to prove it. And in retrospect, the sound that we, the fans, associate with Like a Rolling Stone is not brilliant guitar of Bloomfield, which is there. It's there. It's important to that record. Right. But the sound that we associate is Al Cooper on the organ. Let's be clear. You're not the Mike Bloomfield of the Hammond organ at that moment. But you knew, you knew what the song needed. Well, I was very good at that because I played on a lot of records, guitar, piano, organ, when I was making demos of the songs that I wrote with the other two guys. They all had to have demos. As a matter of fact, I have the original demo of this diamond ring, which is amazing. This has been Coopercast, the Like a Rolling Stone episode, one of the stories in rock history. Look for more episodes coming up.